0: that tummy hey if you want reviews to make you laugh listen to the Media theater podcast
1: and think about your favorite movies i don't like the one with Nicolas cage and the bees Hello and welcome to the Meteor Theater podcast, episode number seven. My name is David Isles. I'm here with Rodrigo and Chase. Uh, has anything happened since last week? Uh, uh,
0: my I, I saw a rabbit outside of my apartment, like jump into a pool. You know the pool. You
1: know the pool in Phase One. Disgusting. Like I don't think like, <laughs> like it's a it's a waste of time. Like I don't think there's like ever been anyone in that pool? Like the there's leaves in it. It's like the water is more like brownish than like w- blue. That's but but true. then again, people still go to Galveston, and that water has never been blue a yeah, day.
2: I, I hear yeah. people are like, oh, I wanna go to Galveston. I'm like, well, I, no, well, I
0: don't
1: know. You have terrible taste
2: because like I would never want to step foot in that place.
0: I love all the tweets where it's just like a. But it's, like, videos this, like, really blue beach, like, this really blue beach, the water is blue, the sand is, like, bright white, and, like, the caption is, Galveston, Texas. You (laughs) won't, like, regret it. And then when people actually fall for it and they go there, they're, like, hugely disappointed, and it's...
1: Remember, I went to this place called Myrtle Beach, and that was the entire place we went. We just... Came for just that beach, this Myrtle Beach, and then I stepped into. We waited till the last day to go in the water because it even looked bad from our hotel room. And then I came in, and as soon as I hit the water, stuff started hitting my feet, and I was like, "I'm done with this." Seriously, Whatever. South
2: Padre Island, it's a, it's such an upgrade from Galveston.
1: Yeah. It's like a million times better. <laughs> I totally recommend it. Especially from Dallas, since everything is so far away, it's basically the same. Distance, like all of them from Dallas. Well, actually, no, no, might g- be a Galveston's a lot closer. Uh, yeah,
2: because uh, South Padre is like uh, Brownsville, which is literally at the southern tip of Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: oh man, I know. In Houston, it's like everyone goes to Galveston because it's an hour away. But yeah, then Dallas it's a little bit differently. But um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I usually have a lot of show notes and I have everything organized. But then I got busy this week, so I don't have anything really. Ready this week, but we'll stick to our basic format. There were uh, a few, there were two movies, two wide releases that came out last week. It was Dumbo and Beach Bum. We'll talk about Beach Bum a little bit later, but Dumbo opened at number one. It made $46 million on a reported $170 million budget. So that's not great. Um, It's paid $127 million worldwide. This is looking like it might not be. A cat uh, like a catastrophe for Disney, but it's definitely not what they hope for, and it will probably be a bust. And the thing that's uh, like, I guess, worrying for Disney is the same thing that happened last year. You have a huge hit, Captain Marvel, just like they had a huge hit in Black Panther, but then you surround it with these like bombs, like uh, last time last year was a time. Wrinkle in Time, and then this year it's Dumbo. So usually Disney bats around fifty fifty, but then their losses are. Pretty small, and then their gains are like astronomical. But what do y'all think about Dumbo's box office? Did either of you see it? Uh, No, 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 me either. I am, I am,
2: I am of the opinion that I, I didn't, I never liked Dumbo as a kid. (laughs) So, like, why would I watch the live action version of the movie that I did not even like as a kid?
0: I just never saw it. I'm like, I probably should turn that off, but like, I I never even saw the movie, and I kind of. Even if I did, I don't think I'd have enough passion to see this movie. Like, I'd have to be really bored just just, to say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go to Alamo Draft House and see
2: Dumbo. It doesn't help that the Disney marketing machine did not even care about Dumbo until after Captain Marvel. Mm. That's true. So it's like, oh, we basically only have like two weeks to promote this movie.
1: Yeah, and I think... It's just Dumbo was just such a weird choice of a live action short to do. Like, yes, it's a beloved classic, but I don't think there's many kids who've seen the original Dumbo, honestly. Like, if like when Beauty and the Beast that was announced, I was like, oh, that's gonna make a billion dollars, it, because it was like, yeah, everyone's seen or at least heard of Beauty and the Beast, so of course it's gonna make a lot of money. And was, of course, if you cast Emma Watson, and same thing with The Lion King, which is gonna make a lot of money, and like Cinderella did well, like all of those make sense, but. I don't know any kids who are huge Dumbo fans. So. I, th- I think Dumbo is definitely like it's definitely like a
2: classic, mm-hmm. but contra- like the difference is that something like Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. like Lion King, those are very recent, relatively um, Disney yeah. movies that are still very conscious in the minds of kids and uh, people our age yeah. who grew yeah. up watching those movies, right? So for us, like oh, they're gonna bring in the Lion King to live action. I want to watch that. Dumbo, we're like. We might have watched it, maybe. I've
0: seen a clip of it on the Disney Store. Um, maybe yeah. our
2: parents have nostalgia for it, mm-hmm. but if even our parents don't even care about it, they like, "eh." It's like a Mary Poppins situation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, our parents and our grandparents like loved Mary Poppins because they grew up with it. We don't have any point yeah. of reference for that. It
1: would be like if they made like a Lady and the Tramp live action film, and oh it's my just God. like I feel I like guess. Th- I feel like there's some tux out after. I, well, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'd already heard about that happening. That's Well, that's the one with the two dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've never seen Lady and the Tramp. The, that's yeah. That's what two dogs... Yeah, yes. no, they're not going to do
0: that. They're yeah. not that They're dumb. making a live-action
2: Lion King.
1: Yeah, well... Well, I mean, I CG get... CG Lion King. <laughs> oh, dude. Th- but I don't think they could make Lady and the Tramp beautiful enough. Like, they're going to make Lion King so, like, realistic-looking. I don't think that would matter in Lady and He's the gonna Tramp. He's going to be like, Wait, here's, here's, here's this it, lumps. And dogs.
0: Now, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like Beverly Hills Chihuahua where they just like have really <laughs> shitty CGI over the dog mm-hmm. to make them talk and he's probably gonna be voiced by Ryan Gosling and the mm-hmm. tramp's gonna I mean Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Ryan <laughs> Reynolds and the girl's gonna be voiced by Emma Watson or Emma Stone. Mm-hmm.
2: We get some club takes if we've got Ryan here, but he's not here to defend them in any way, shape or form. Oh yeah, he likes Dumbo.
1: Um well, he he like, I just haven't seen it and have no interest in seeing either the live action or the cla- uh for the Disney animated. so, mm-hmm. um, But on the box office side, it yeah, it's not great. But I mean, who really cares because Endgame's happening in a month and it's going to make all the money back that this one lost, plus probably
2: all the losses that Disney has this year is going to be covered by Endgame. Yeah. yeah. Easily.
1: They might even be covered by Captain Marvel, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But then Us made, oh man, I don't have it up. 33 million. In the second weekend, it made thirty-three, Yes. which is a fifty-three percent drop from its seventy-one million, which is about on par with a horror film. But I think it's not as great as you would want it to be for a Jordan Peele film. A Jordan Peel film, because <laughs> Get Out did really well.
2: The, so the, I think the difference is, um, I think horror films usually drop close to seventy percent mm-hmm. in a second week in their second weekend. Um, so there's a is an excellent drop. It's a standard big movie drop, right? Yeah, I'm going to compare it to some other. And Get Out, I think Get Out was just like an exception because that dropped like 30% in its second weekend. 15. (laughs) Christ. (laughs) So that's like, those drops are like reserved for like very, very special films. Well, I
1: will give it, I think Get Out. Also, it opened a lot smaller. Yeah, I think Get Out credited it for like, it wasn't, yeah, it didn't. No one was talking about it, and then people saw it and then started talking about it. For this one, everyone was talking about it before the movie even came out because they were like, what is Jordan Peele up to next, which kind of helped it. I'm looking at some other horror films. Halloween, the 2018 Halloween, had a 60% drop in the second weekend. Um, the 2017 It, um, is, is that when it came out, yeah. 2017? Yeah. Yeah. It had a 51% drop. So, So it's on par. Okay, yeah, on par with it, which also had very good um, critical and audience reception. Which us had more mixed audience reception than a Get Out or an It. Yes, but um, the critical reception was really good. But either way, I mean, this movie was made for twenty million dollars, and it's oh, it's it's passing two hundred. Yeah, so that means it's made its budget back ten times already. So it will probably end up around three hundred, four hundred million, which is um, which is good. Which, it is, really which is really good. <laughs> yeah. so,
2: Mid-budget films can work.
1: I wouldn't even call it $20 small million. Budget mid- film. M- but the thing is, I don't know, I don't know if small-budget films work outside of the horror genre, the horror-thriller genre. Like, I can't remember uh, a smaller film. Maybe the Oscar-nominated like, ones, like Green Book like, is pretty small. Those don't make money. I mean, some book. of them do. <laughs> I mean, A Star is Born was a $30 million is a budgeted movie yeah and then it made 400-500 million dollars so it can money. work but I mean to me unless it's a you either have to be a horror film or you have to have like uh, a star behind it and it has to be a good story for a small budget film to work which is why studios just keep making these, these huge ones films. based off of stuff that's been popular in the past because and it usually flop, works and out. then they flop yeah it most of they the time I, I think Disney will start to learn from it though I think they have, because, what, Beauty and the Beast did well. Cinderella did well, but didn't do amazing, I don't believe. It only made,
2: like, 500 million. Yeah.
1: Um, And then, what other live action? I mean, Lion King's going to do well.
2: Maleficent made, like, 750.
1: Yeah, Maleficent. Okay, I guess they're doing well. But, I remember the... The book made almost a billion. (laughs) I think what they're probably going to go away from is the live action stories based off of... Children's books because *A Wrinkle Time* and *Nutcracker* and *The Four Realms* were two huge flops for them. Artemis Fell would like to talk to you about that. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's crazy. I mean, I just saw their 20 or their 2019 slate with all the Fox movies, and it's it's crowded. It's, yeah, uh, it's like would are a film every week for the rest of the rest of time. we like
0: Disney already has the top five highest films of like the 20. I don't know, like. I looked on the Fandango like pre sale like ticket list and all five of them are like Disney, Disney. did like Avengers or Star Wars films.
1: Well, okay. Do you, and I mean this is kind of off topic but in the vein, do you think Disney will have all five of the top five box office films of this year? Perhaps, yeah. probably. Because I think Endgame will be there or Endgame will be there. It will be one of the top five films. Endgame's definitely gonna be there. I think Lion Star King's Wars defin yeah. and and Star Wars are definitely gonna be there. Like, if it were five, it was going to be Lion King, Star Wars, Avengers, Endgame, Toy Story 4, Frozen. and Captain Marvel. No, or Frozen. I, no,
2: I think Frozen. Frozen, Toy Story.
1: Do you think it's going to... Because Captain Marvel has already passed one billion.
2: Yes, but all these, other, all these other five movies are also almost basically guaranteed a billion. But not Frozen. But I think Frozen is guaranteed
1: a billion. I, I yeah. don't think so. I think um, the hype for that movie...
0: Because, like, the last one made over a billion dollars. But
1: I think it was Frozen was something that was really of its time. It was like it just hit at the right moment. The songs were good. It was just kind of what people wanted to see right there. When the Frozen 2 trailer came out, there was a lot of there were a lot of good things said about it, but I don't think there were there was that much like, "Oh my gosh, I have to see this movie." It was just kind of like this I looks interesting. I heard a lot of, "Oh my gosh, like I didn't
2: like the first Frozen, but I definitely want to watch this." Yeah, cuz this hmm. one
0: looks really captivating and a lot more
2: It's a different take.
0: Yeah, it's like it's not darker than the first one, but it goes a different direction. And I think that's going to be pretty. Yeah,
2: interesting. like Disney has. I, I think it's it has to compete against, maybe, and this is are just like possibility poss- possible billion dollar mm-hmm. films, Hobson Shaw, mm-hmm. because yeah. Fast and Furious is
1: huge overseas. But uh, just on that, and I'll let you finish. But um, Frozen only made four hundred million dollars domestically, mm. and it made eight hundred and seventy five million dollars worldwide. So it's like and. Uh, Fast and Furious is another thing that did really well worldwide, so it's Captain Marvel. And Avengers kind of does well in both, so it's like, one film's going to have to take the hit. No, no, no. So so I feel like to keep the Disney dominance, right? Like If
2: the top five movies were not all Disney, the competition would be Hobson Shaw, Mm -hmm. Far From Home, which... I think it's it's ten. That's still Disney. Disney. It's a bit, no. That's Sony.
0: It's Sony, but like. But I count that as Disney. It's most, at least at least in my heart, I count <laughs> it as Disney.
2: <laughs> um, that's Sony. Do uh, you to think of another bit? Jumanji two. I don't
3: think
0: so. that one's gonna. be... I,
1: I don't think like, you can't strike gold twice.
2: Man, people really
0: like that first Jumanji <laughs> yeah. movie. and now that the entire cast like, is coming back, I just
1: don't think sequels. Were, like I don't think sequels rarely to me make as much money see as but this is like
2: one. a short range sequel this is not a sequel like 10 years later this is a sequel like right away while the iron's hot you know while
1: people are still like but, have that
2: kind of fresh in their minds
1: but I think Jumanji yeah. also helped from the fact that people didn't like Star Wars The Last Jedi as much as uh, Disney would've yeah. liked them to so and it was just like okay here's this other film that came out because everyone thought Jumanji was gonna flop because it was right next to Star Wars but then since it came out it was like okay oh This Jumanji is actually pretty good, and it just had really long staying power. I mean, I don't know if this next one is going to do. We have the same setup,
2: right? We have a Star Wars movie that we don't know how it's going to do. I was going to make a billion dollars, but we don't know how much more above it just because of the Last Jedi. But there we have we have your Star Wars movie, you have your Jumanji movie, which is going to be like that action film that kind of borrows from that same audience, and you have your musical with cats. Yeah. So you still have that same like British showman Jumanji Last Jedi setup. (laughs) For, for this holiday season. So if episode 9 does not, you know, yeah. does not do well. Relatively speaking, because a billion dollars is still a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jumanji too might be, be able to steal some of that thunder. But so, again, likelihood that Disney's is going to be the, have the top five movies
1: like in 2016. Very likely. Well, make a prediction. Like, yes or no. Will Disney have all of the top five box office if you include Far From Home as a Disney movie? Yeah, I, just Wars. to uh, and then yeah, just to say some other films, Shazam might also do very well. Shazam's Shazam is going to. Shazam is. It's flopping right already. Oh, is it's it? Like, yeah. um, Joker no. could. That's do not a billion something. dollar movie. It's probably um, going to like. Remember Suicide Squad. I can I can
2: see Joker get to like. If it's really good, like mm-hmm. 700 yeah. 800 not a billion. Um,
1: also, I think it's going to be rated R. Yeah, oh, yeah. Potentially, yeah. Uh, Pet Cemetery probably not. No. Uh, p- dete- uh, Detective Pikachu. That oh, one, crap. I forgot about that. That
0: one's going to make a lot. Ooh. Like, three people I know are already hiding. And that's
1: about it. So, um, prediction time. Does Disney have all top five box office, or does a film like Detective Pikachu, like... Um, you know, Shazam, one of these good films, sneak up in there and take the top five.
2: I was this close to saying, yes, this is going to win it. Until you then mentioned Pikachu. And I'm like, nope, they're not. Mm. They're not. They're losing the last spot. And do you think Detective Pikachu I think Pikachu, Pikachu will take... is going to be the number five movie. Yeah. I think it's going to be Endgame, Lion King, um, Star Wars, Frozen, Pikachu. I Pokemon, man, like, that thing's... The hype for this movie...
0: Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like the first
2: real movie. First movie. real like live-action Pokemon movie. I know all of my friends are more excited for Pikachu than they are for li- almost any movie not called Endgame.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Chase, what do you think? Do you think Disney will take all of the top five? Potentially, or?
0: until you mention Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It's like One of my friends is like... Um, she's more hyped for Detective Pikachu than she is for Endgame. And... Mm. I know a lot of Pokemon people, and I—I um, I mean, I won't be surprised if Disney does do it. But Detective Pikachu is tracking a lot of like—it has a huge demographic. Pokemon lot of.
2: especially, I think Japan's going to be a humongous market. I think China's going to be a huge market. Mm. Like, even if here in the US, it's like it's still pretty—it's like a decent hit, like mm-hmm. a 300 million type of hit. Yeah. It's gonna do well over a billion with China and Japan.
1: Easy. I um I actually agree. I, I will make the bold prediction that I think either Toy Story 3 Four. or Toy Story 4, The Lion King, or Frozen 3, two of two. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of those. I think one of them is going to not flop, but I don't think it's going to do nearly. I like One of those three isn't going to hit a billion. Um, And then I think, yeah a film like i think for some reason something's gonna surprise and make a whole bunch of money out of nowhere you know um, like every
2: year like jumanji like I mean, Aquaman. I'm, I'm looking at
1: 2018s, and um it was yeah the top five were where to go oh well i lost it but um yeah it was kind of there were three disney movies but then it was uh jurassic world and then aquaman so mm. it depends i mean disney has a lot of you know, heavy hitters this year, so... They have the biggest hitters this year. Oh, yeah.
0: And they're all, like, sequels. But I
2: feel like... I don't know I think that... Pikachu. Pokemon. Yeah. It's...
1: I think you can do it. Um, that... <laughs> that conversation actually took a turn and went a lot longer than I would have thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. The, the take, Looking at the box office this year will be especially interesting with the... Um, with the... Disney-Fox merger and then how that's going to affect it in the future. Mm-hmm. But... Then moving on, we're going to, usually I do a main topic in this slot, but I'm going to skip straight to news and then we'll go back and see if we have enough time to do uh, another little segment that I want to do a little bit later. But there's a few things that came out this week. Uh, I think the biggest uh, thing in the movie landscape that kind of shook the world um, was the Avengers Endgame tickets. Releasing Tuesday morning at 7 uh, a.m. I know I kind of have a different experience because I'm not trying to see it at night. So I wasn't really like I wasn't really into it. (laughs) I just was looking and then I looked to see um, at like one if the tickets were still there. And I got exactly the seat I wanted in the middle of the theater. But y'all had a very different experience. (laughs) Uh.
2: We woke up, I think I was was up and I saw the tickets went on sale. And I told the chat where, where I think some of us are. We're all watching it together. Like, tickets are on sale, like, now. Mm-hmm. So we go to the site, we go to Fandango, we go to, like, the theater we want to go to, um, we try to select the seats and everything, and the system crashes. Yep. And then 15 minutes from tickets going on sale, the whole, uh, it's sold out. Yeah. The screening's entirely sold out. So we start looking for other theaters. Yeah. Other places are sold out. IMAX, nope, that's sold out. That's like, sold out here. That's sold out there.
0: 20 Showtimes sold out within the first 30 minutes. <laughs> uh, like, with, not like at one place, but like throughout like different theaters. Like, yeah. I tried going to AMC North Park, which is a theater up here. Um, the one Showtime and IMAX sold out. Um, one Showtime and Real 3 d sold out um a few others but like the most bogus showtime that i've ever seen uh a theater offer was uh a literal opening night showtime at 3 a.m at stonebriar you can probably still get tickets for that and i'm kind of i i honestly kind of want to go to that just to see what it's like to be in a movie theater (laughs) that
2: zombies yeah the zombies
0: I mean, like, if I'm pr- if I go to sleep like for five hours and I just wake up at like two a.m. just to drive up to the movie theater, dude,
2: you won't get out until the sun's out.
0: Oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome. So like, if I see it, then I just just go back to sleep and then maybe see it again that same day.
2: You get to watch you get to watch Endgame and then see the sun uh, see, see the sun rise in a grateful universe. Yeah,
0: literally, <laughs> as Thanos wants
1: Yeah, but that was. That was, quick. I remember, I think, like the first, the top 10 things trending on Twitter were all Avengers Endgame related. Yeah, like, it like Avengers, like Avengers Endgame was trending, like
2: tickets, mm-hmm. like Avengers like, tickets, Fandango, Fandango yeah. AMC.
1: Which I'll give them credit. Everyone's saying they had a year to prepare. Why did it, like? Why are they crashing? When I was like, these sites aren't Google. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Google's equipped for millions of people. To be on there at once. They have these huge data centers. They have these huge things. It's equipped for that. Fandango is not meant for a million people no, to be tying time- tickets at I think the same that, time. They
2: tried because I think Fandango, they even they had a the waiting list. Right? Yeah. So like, that was you went smart. in and yeah. like, so you waited for like 15, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. One hour. Well, <laughs> it got over it got over an hour. Yeah. Uh, to get your tickets. But like, that's just a way to kind of keep the servers mm-hmm. still going so you can still get your tickets. Yeah. But even then, Parts of this, I just weren't working.
0: Yeah, like that showed that um, that 15-minute time, like it only worked for certain show times. Like, uh, I tried getting one for Cinemark uh, West Plano, and I had that. And then I tried going to um, Cinemark Legacy and getting tickets, but it let me straight in. But like, whenever I got to check out, it just wouldn't work, and I had to go online.
1: Like, I think it's a it's a smart idea doing those ways. like Cinemark. I was looking at that morning. That was terrible. Like I couldn't get yeah. anything. AMC couldn't do I know, anything. I know a
2: lot of people in other countries. What they were doing, they, you, they had huge like iPhone launch type lines outside of movie theaters to get their Avengers Endgame tickets. Yeah, like at Elmo Draft House. Oh, do they, they not have Draft. online tickets? There? Um, no, Elmo they, they are, can... but like sites keep scratching, crashing. So, so like, wait,
0: right, could you buy advanced tickets.
1: tickets at a movie theater? Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I didn't different. know that. Yeah, <laughs> so like,
2: before. I so I saw like um, <laughs> pictures from. Um, um, from Mexico of people literally lining up us at the movie theater just
1: like long these long lines <laughs> trying to get tickets for an Avengers movie that wouldn't have worked for this one because I think the online tickets opened before most theaters opened. so like by the time the theater opened all those tickets would be gone mm-hmm. yeah but, but it's it was the craziest like
2: ticket pre-sales that I've ever seen in my life like not He's even only, The Force yeah. Awakens was this bad
1: and like, it's curious, like I understand that this is the end of the chapter end of this chapter of the MCU and it's a huge event or whatever, but I mean the fact that yeah, Star Wars coming out after thirty years hiatus didn't get this much. the Star Wars trilogy ending literally this year won't get anything near <laughs> this and it's just like what about this is like, oh my gosh, ever like I don't I don't think I know a single person like that watches movies kind of regularly that isn't going to see this so it's just it's going to be one of those you know cultural phenomenons that I think people are going to look about like 20-30 years later and they're like wow like I remember when like this huge movie came out made three billion dollars this would
2: this I can see this movie breaking into those top 10 highest grossing movies of all time adjusting for inflation do you... Well, like, th- worldwide.
0: That brings up another topic. Do you think... How much is Avatar made? Because it's Like, uh,
2: worldwide or domestic?
0: Like, over like worldwide.
2: 2.7 billion dollars.
0: Do you think that this film could beat Avatar? No. No. Um, <laughs> like, how many... Like, how much is this... Dang. Like, cause, like, I wanted to... Like, I saw this YouTube video of this guy asking people... Well, this guy and his friends asking a group of people, can you, like, remember any of the characters, at least, from the movie Avatar. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody could. And it was,
1: that was, Avatar was another one of those just cultural phenomenons, really. That was lightning in a bottle. <laughs> like, that was like, this will never happen again, people being this into this movie, which is why Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 are all probably not going yeah. to work. they but, yeah, th- but this movie making $2.8 billion, I just don't see it happening. I see, th- I, th- oh, English, um,
2: yeah. I can see this movie beating Titanic. Yeah. Oh, Titanic, I can Michael. see that. Mm. I think 2.2. 2.
1: Yeah, because um Infinity War uh, made 2. War. Yeah. So and Infinity this War 2.187. Like, really 2. So it only needs
2: a bump from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Just a bump to get it over Titanic.
1: Well, I mean, it all depends like even though like all this the movie still has to be good. <laughs> like yeah. if and I mean I, I really don't doubt this movie will be good. The Russos have undoubtedly showed that they know what to do with this franchise. But if for some reason they just can't stick the landing, I mean, people thought The Last Jedi was going to be another like an obvious two billion dollar movie. I don't and think that's not. Movie sh- I, <laughs> if, if people were thinking that, they are delusional. Like, well, I, I knew no one thought it was going to be the Force Awakens numbers, but they didn't think it was going to be 1.3. Like, they people were calling 1.3 a disappointment. For that movie and it was and that anything can happen yeah. will it happen i don't think so i think this is a two billion dollar guaranteed movie especially with good reviews but i think you're crazy thinking a movie's guaranteed two billion dollars yeah. <laughs> but i do think there's one scenario if this movie gets the dark knight level reviews like absolutely rivals one of the best superhero movies that has ever came out before that is its one chance to get two point eight to three billion dollars, and it has to be agreement. It can't just be the critics. It can't just be the fans. It, it has, has to, to be, be both bold. of them coming together and saying, "Oh my gosh, this is the greatest movie ever." It won't happen though, because um, highly unlikely. yeah Well, like even if it is, like DC fans aren't gonna just let Marvel have this one. Come on. <laughs> but moving yeah. on from one superhero movie to another one that had some news this week, the Joker came out with its first trailer. Stars Joaquin Phoenix and uh, other directed people. by Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips who did... And, uh, the Hangover movies? Mm, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Um, and then other people. Uh, the other be- I, yeah. I know Zazzy Beats from Deadpool 2 is in there. Uh, and Half of Atlanta is in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the wow, cast. They will not show me what this man directed. But either way, The Joker stars Joaquin Phoenix, Zazzy Beats, Robert De Niro, um, and other people. So And Brian Tyree, Henry, and... That's about all the famous people. It's it's a low budget. It's $70 million? I can, I can see this being a low budget. It's mid-budget type of movie. Like, they, that was the whole plan. Yeah, $55 million budget, which is cool. one of the lowest for a superhero movie probably ever. Uh, um, Deadpool, I think, was, the first Deadpool was around the same. Deadpool's around 70 mm-hmm. the, original. the first one? Yeah, no, the, original the first was one was same. like in the 50s. Really? Yeah. I heard it was around 70 Hold on. Which is why the CGI there was like, eh. It was
0: kind
1: of bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right, 58 <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then the second one went to 110 but yeah super small budget but I saw this trailer um, and i sorry I just don't get why it's good like it was fine Deadpool? I uh, Joker. Uh, the Joker the oh, Joker yeah. trailer um it Joaquin Phoenix looks like he gives a good performance but I don't think Joaquin Phoenix has ever given a bad performance like I expect him to give a good performance. That's what he's like shown for me. I I mean the thing where it's just like he puts on makeup and then someone punches him and then that's why he turns into the Joker. Okay. Um, but I think it's just the core thing of I was never on board with this movie being made as a concept. And, this trailer, I don't think, did enough for me to say, okay. I'm going to forget the fact that the Joker is the one villain that easily does not need an origin story. He's cool enough on his own. And this story didn't, the trailer didn't do enough to, for me to say, oh, this is going to be such an amazing story. It's going to be so great that, like, I'm not going to mind any of that stuff. But I will say, Joaquin Phoenix does look good. Hopefully he's not in a relationship with Zazie Beats, because I'm tired of 50, 60-year-old men being in relationships with 20, 30-year-old people. Um, I just watched Love and Music, or me- Music and Lyrics, nope, Lyrics, yeah, Music and Lyrics with Hugh Grant and that woman in uh, the Adam Sandler movies. Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore, and I was like, come on, that's like 16 years, <laughs> um, but Or like I, Olympic I, Dreams. Yeah. Oh I'll yeah, But well, you haven't another seen one. it, but yeah. I mean, it's it's like most films. Most films, they're like, it's all right. fifty, sixty 50, 60-year-old man can be dating like a 20, 30-year-old, and it'll just make sense. And it usually doesn't. But I know I'm in the minority on the Joker trailer. I know a lot of people liked it. So, Rodrigo, what do you think? I loved it. <laughs> yeah, It's perfect.
0: I liked it. So,
2: for me, I, I I am a huge fan of Heath Ledger's Joker, like most people, Oh, mm-hmm, yeah, right? for
0: sure.
2: When I saw the test footage for this movie, I was like, I'm getting
0: getting Part advice. of
2: that kid Ledger vibe from him, right? I think they're definitely going with uh, that. I, I think they're going with that. I feel like this Joker just feels very... Like, seeing the origin story, you kind of see a man that's just trying to make people happy. Right? He's trying to be happy himself, but he's just not... Uh, he's not able to do that. Mm-hmm. And the world just keeps beating him down over and over and over again. Yeah. And at some point, um, it's like, you know, you break, right? You, you know, a, a bad, you know, it only takes a bad day. Um, yeah. This is from The Killing Joke. Yeah. Uh, you know, it literally only takes one bad day for this man to literally just go berserk. He's like, you know what? Screw everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm, I'm going to do whatever I can do just to make myself smile. I to think- make myself.
1: Happy. I think what will make or break this movie is what is the inciting event that makes the Joker the Joker. The thing that was in the trailer, I think he was on a train, and you know, I think people just saw him in his, you know, in his clown makeup, and they just beat him up. And that happened. I think it happened when he was a child too, like in the trailer, or it was like it was some other setting where it's like people saw him and then beat him up. When and I,
0: he was doing the sign. The sign, yes. Yeah,
1: and I think. That's one thing in film. I mean, maybe it's cuz I just I've never seen bullying portrayed in that way in real life. Like, I always see it in like, you know, in films, you know, the bully who takes the nerds lunch money and then or like bu- the one thing I've never seen is a bully that will go out of their way to humiliate someone that has never done anything to them. Like I've never seen that in like real life in person. Well, I Usually, think- I think most bullying is online. And so that's But one that's thing.
2: just a product of our time. Because yeah. I think this movie is supposed to be like around the 70s, oh. 70s, 80s. Yeah. So, you know, before the internet age. Yeah. So, you know, we, I don't know how bullies were back then because I, I was not alive back then. Yeah. <laughs> I have no way to attest to any of that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I like how, like, I think he's supposed to be like mentally ill. Like, like he acknowledges he's mentally ill. And maybe that also has to do with it. It's like, you know, people just don't accept that part of him. And so it's like, oh, you know, he just beat up that that kid, that guy, um, which, you know, could also fuel that rage that makes him joke. And what I like about the movie is like, you know, the movie starts with him like hunched down, yeah. all sad, all down on himself. And he ends the trailer like, uplifted alive like he his posture
1: changes entirely that'll be one thing i think that'll be interesting about this movie is how much of it will be what made him the joker and then how much of it will be him as as the the joker Joker. um because i think if the whole thing is you know what made him the joker and then the ending of the film is him finally you know Becoming himself and becoming the character, I don't think that will work. I think it needs to be more of a half and half thing. I, th- I
2: think a half and half is what we're getting. But
1: the thing is, if it's him as the Joker, for half of the movie, I don't know how that works without Batman. Like, I what think... is the Joker's purpose without Batman? I
0: think Batman might have a cameo. But he's
2: not there. Well, yeah, but he Bruce Wayne be- has a cameo because his father's in the movie. Yeah. Um, so his father's like on TV, like, like uh, what would a man do this to, yeah, to the yeah. people, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that kid that he, like, puts a smile on mm-hmm. is Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So it could be that that was... That's Bruce Wayne right after his parents have been killed. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, I, like... I know some versions of the origin story of Batman, and I think that was Tim Burton's Batman, if I'm not mistaken, where... The Joker is the one that kills the Waynes.
1: Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. I, would, I think that would be interesting to see in a movie. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not ready to say this looks like a bad movie. I don't believe that. I think, this, I think this will be at least an interesting movie to see, and I think I do plan on seeing it. It's, it'll be interesting, for sure. Uh, I'm probably going to watch another trailer. I, d- I usually don't watch second trailers if I'm already excited for the movie. I don't know about this movie. Um, are you going to watch another trailer? Or are you, I'll, like, I'll this watch another all- trailer. Yeah, I, I-, all-
2: I want to see more. I-, I don't know. Something about this guy is just captivating.
1: What about the laugh? I think the laugh was good, but I've heard some people say it's right up there with Ledger's. And I'm like, not quite there yet. But I think
2: it's really good. Again, I think for that I need to see a little bit more. Yeah. Right? Just because, like, okay, that's good. That's really good. I, is this is this a one time thing or can you really keep it up for the whole movie right can you keep that essence there um and i mean i trust walking phoenix to be able to do that yeah so hopefully it's hopefully it's a really good movie i mean i can already see the oscar for best actor uh not the
1: nomination for best actor to go to Joaquin phoenix maybe him versus Taryn edgerton for um you know, impersonating people who've done it better. Um, <laughs> uh, this just came on my phone 23 minutes ago, which I just saw. It says John Cho leads the cast for the live-action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop um, on Netflix. Um, don't, wait, wait, wait. I, I? don't watch Cowboy Bebop, so this, I'll defer to you two. I, I don't Hi. know. What, John Cho was in. Uh, oh, yeah, he was in Searching guy. last year. Yo. He was in a small film called Columbus. He's was he in Harold and Kumar? Uh yes, I believe he is cool. no. He, yeah, he's Harold and Harold and Kumar, but yeah, that dude is gonna lead this Cowboy Bebop he's live action. He's gonna be action. Spike?
0: Oh.
2: Oh, man. Wow. No. I mean, First of all, I need to see the hair, because Spike is all about that hair. I haven't seen,
0: <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen the show, per se, but I have seen clips from the show, and I want to start watching it just to get reference for, like, you know, directing fight scenes, because, like, I'm not sure if you've seen the show.
2: I've seen I've seen the first few episodes. This summer I'm actually going to sit down and watch
0: all of it. But yeah, there's a scene where they're in like a grocery store or something and there's a fight scene with like involving like a mop or something. Yeah, dude, like, dude
2: literally is able to fight with a mop. He's yeah, like, awesome.
0: And like the animation was so fluid in the show and it's just great. But um it, it, I if,
2: haven't if you're interested, it's a 24 episode series. Oh, okay. It's then. 24 22-minute episodes. Oh, so, so like yeah. it's very short. You um, can buy it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's it's out there. You can stream it on Funimation or uh, Verve? Yeah, you I think VRB. you can see get it on Verve. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: but yeah, I know I, I I I'm seeing the cast right now. I can definitely see that. Like none of this just strikes me as like you know out of the ordinary. I think all of them could probably do a good job. John Cho, like, again, I, he seems just just a tiny bit too old for the character.
0: How old is he supposed to be? I
1: don't know.
2: Spike always strikes me like someone that's like late 20s. Oh, okay. You know, very young person. Well,
1: John Cho might be in his early 40s. So. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture. He's like, 46. Mm. Yeah, oh. he's looking like he's getting
2: up there. Um, I don't know. I, I, I have not seen him in much many things so like I cannot you know judge properly but like I, I, I can see that like I, I'm not I'm not opposed to it
1: like I, I can't find the or okay the actors are Mustafa Shakir who was in Luke Cage Daniela Pineda and Alex Hassel um I, I don't know what these people are in but I, I know some of their faces I don't know anything about this series I'm probably not gonna watch it honestly it's probably just not my thing it's just, um,
2: it's just space cowboys
1: um, I like space. space I'm not sure hunter. if I like it's cowboys. Space, it's
2: space Bounty Hunters. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. We'll see. I'll I'll wait for a trailer to come out and see if it's something that sparks my interest. Um, but John Cho, uh he was in a film called Columbus ah. with Haley Lou Richardson and he got a lot of critical acclaim for this one, but I I don't know if he's great. I don't know. I I don't know if I I love him as an actor. I think he's pretty good, but We'll see. Well, I don't know how this one's gonna do.
2: This might be, it might be interesting. I, I, I don't know how Netflix handles live action adaptations of anime. So, have they done one before? Nope. No. Oh. They think they have a live action uh, Fullmetal Alchemist movie. Yeah. But I think that that was a Japanese production that was put on yeah. Netflix later on. I will
1: give Netflix credit. They do seem to still give the creators like a lot of control of their yeah. own shows. I
2: don't know that. if the creators are involved though. Because Call of uh, Bebops,
1: uh that was
2: back in the 90s, mm. I think, when the show came out. Yeah. So, I don't know if the creators are involved. I know they're, I know they're the Avatar creators aren't involved with the yeah. Avatar live action series. Wait, they are? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have watched the it only otherwise. Thing <laughs> <that> <laughs> I
0: was like, do not pull another M. Night Shyamalan and <laughs> just let know. No, that man's and gone. No. For good. No. <laughs> Thank
2: don't God. do <laughs> Well, yeah, this 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 could work. I need I need I need to see them in costume. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. We'll see. And then another casting news, probably a lot bigger casting news. Captain, nope, that's not it. Uh, nope. Black Widow. Um, I was about to say Captain Marvel, but that's not what it was. <laughs> Black Widow started casting its movie. It cast the villain as Florence Pugh. Uh, Florence Pugh is in a lot of smaller films. I I honestly don't know who she is. Rachel probably does, but. I'm looking at her right now. She was in Fighting With My Family, Outlaw King, The Little Drummer Girl. Um, yeah, so a lot of smaller stuff. Um, uh, she will probably be fine. I I, don't, I can't really have any opinions on her because I don't think I've ever sure. seen her in anything. I know. But um, but then bigger casting news came this week as Rachel Wise, who uh, lost the, the Oscar. Yeah, She didn't win she for didn't win. The Favourite, yeah. and... Um, David Harbour for Stranger Things have both joined the cast. Since Florence Pugh has been announced as the villain, I'm assuming David Harbour and Rachel Weiss will be on the side of Black Widow. Yeah. Or at least in some capacity. Since she was a spy, I can kind of see David Harbour being her boss or whatever. Kind of like, not bad guy, bad guy. I would guy, love to like... see David Harbour as a Russian, yeah. <laughs> yeah. R- Russian bad boss. Is, yes. is Scarlett Johansson supposed to be Russian? Yes. Natasha I, Romanoff. I keep forgetting that because I just see... Scarlett Johansson, I don't see, Russian spy. Um, does she do a Russian accent in the films anymore, or does she just like, I'm just going with I mean, she probably voice? You
2: can excuse it by, well, she lost it, because you know, she's a spy, so she needs to be able to blend in with the Americans. Yeah, that's what they did
1: with um, Ashley Olsen. Nope, <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I love that, it was like, oh, she's trying to go into hiding, so like she's totally doing an, she's doing an American accent, even though she's in Glasgow. <laughs>
1: and yeah, that was, whatever. I mean, I don't mind it, like... Those little things, I didn't like her accent in the first one. It was distracting, so I'm glad they got rid of it. Um, But on to this casting news, it... Rachel... Okay, Marvel kind of has a tendency to waste really good actors and things like Walton Goggins in Ant-Man 2, honestly like Lawrence Fishburne in Ant-Man 2, and I mean... Honestly, um, what's it called? Michelle Pfeiffer in Ant Man. Basically, <laughs> everyone in Ant Man 2. Two, um, Kurt Russell and Guardians of the Galaxy Two, good, but like I, th- I like Kurt yeah, Russell in Guardians. I liked them, but I think it could have been maybe used a little bit better. But I mean, they usually have these great, great actors, and then they just kind of, you know, um, dude that was in Harry Jude Law and Captain Marvel. Again, good, like pretty good for that movie, but just kind of a. Moving the story along, kind of thing. So, yeah, that's what I'm scared of is that Rachel Weiss will just be uh, another, you know, her best friend spy that turns on her halfway through or the die film or yeah, die like, somewhere. Oh no, that's what I'm scared of. But I mean, Rachel Weiss is a great actress. I mean, it's a, it's a good thing for this film. So we'll see. And the David Harbor, I love him. So again, I see him as probably one of the, you know, authority figures. Probably more on the villain side than the hero side, honestly. Maybe. I uh, that's what I see from him because he grew a beard, and anytime someone grows a beard, that means they're all business. I, I, can, uh, I can see him being like, like a shield agent. Yeah. Um, uh, it's um. I mean, I'm just glad he's not doing Hellboy. <laughs> um, uh, it's but not yeah.
0: Bad.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah. What do you What do you think? Does this make you more excited for the Black Widow movie? Are you going to see the Black Widow movie? <laughs> It comes out probably next year, honestly. Yeah, I
2: think they said 2020 might be Black Widow and Doctor Strange 2. Oh,
1: wait. This is 2019. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so next year. uh, Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I
1: don't
2: know. I I feel like it's a little too late for the Black Widow movie.
0: Yeah.
2: I feel like everybody was like, after the Avengers, like, you know, a Black Widow movie would be cool. After Winter Soldier, oh my gosh, a Black Mm -hmm. Widow movie would be really cool. And then And then,
0: then Age of Ultron came out. And then just...
2: You just waited too long. Yeah. Will I watch it if the promise, if the premise is good enough and the trailers look good? Yeah, I'll watch it. I trust Marvel to make a good movie. But,
3: you know, movie. right now, That's
0: like,
2: I, mean. I, I, I need more. I, I need more to, to be excited or to
1: want to watch it. Mm-mm. If you hear sounds right now, I'm plugging in my computer because it's less than 10%. Uh, but oh (laughs) Rossi just came in Rossi joining us Mm -hmm. on the last bit of the podcast Mm -hmm. um maybe not (laughs) (laughs) it's fine oh so yeah i captain marvel i keep calling it captain what is that black widow is that my 10th mess up of the day (laughs) yes i've been terrible um but you know I'm, i'm just gonna stop so chase what do you think about black widow
0: I don't know. I, I'm not I I guess I'll see it, I guess. Um I don't really I kind of on the same par with Rodrigo. I think it's like kind of the bad timing. Like it wouldn't have been perfect years ago, but like uh, I don't think that um I I this movie will like attract a lot like the usual Marvel films have been making. Probably wouldn't even hit Yeah, it's
1: like what we talked about last week. It's with uh, I don't know how Marvel's gonna do after twenty after after, after, after In-game. In-game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like, after Far From Home, like Far from like home. superhero I, films in general,
0: they'll just be like. I, the,
2: the I can see genre. I can see DC you know take advantage of that like I, with I think a movie like Sam is good. I think a movie like The Joker is really good because not a just standard superhero film. It's more of a character piece, mm-hmm. right?
3: So.
0: Have
1: you guys heard of the... Uh, oh. <laughs>
3: told you. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the uh, genre, like the life cycle of uh, genres? It's like a general stage that you know, the genres tend to follow, like when they rise and fall, like we talked about this in my film class, but the uh, classic example is like the western film, like that rose super high and then it followed like these the four stages and then you know, eventually it dies. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, only comes back in, like, forms of, like, either parodies or something like that. But yeah. we already have Deadpool, so one could argue that it's, like, kind of nearing the end. But also, like, so, like, there are definitely signs, I feel like, that the superhero genre is declining. Yeah. Especially because when you think about it, it is fairly, like, a new. Fairly new genre out
1: there. Well, I think there are signs, but then also the box office doesn't support those signs at all because they just keep making more money. Well, like,
3: yeah, that's true. We'll
1: just see what happens after Endgame. But on that... do. What could take it over that's that's my thing like there yeah. there really isn't another genre of movie that I'm seeing that's like, oh, those are doing really well. That could be the next superhero yeah. movie yeah, they I feel they like don't really exist. Right
3: now superhero movies are in their prime yeah uh, but um, I have a feel like it like with all genres and the like sl- this like cycle that it follows, I feel like it has to eventually eventually die out yeah i mean yeah
1: we won't be seeing avengers in 3000 but um yeah i I think
2: there's a difference though between something like the western and like superhero movies just because i think the western is a very monotone genre right like there's only so much you could do in a western where i think superhero movies what they've been at least trying to do is trying to meld genres together Oh yeah, right? superhero isn't a
1: genre in itself. It's just kind of like a type of movie. But even though that's like kind of a genre, but well, like, like yeah, you can make that's a the same thriller thing
3: with western, I guess. But
1: you can't have a, a like a thriller western and then a drama yeah. what yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, guess you can, there but was like a,
3: like a like sci-fi westerns were a thing. Those became really popular. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um so like yeah, it's definitely still like a thing.
2: I said like yeah. something like a, like a Joker and an Endgame serve two entirely different audiences, right? Like, they're entirely... Like, those films are nothing alike. except Aside yeah. from based on a comic book. Right? So, I think you can play a little more with a superhero movie than you can probably do with but a... You can get like, away with a Western. It,
3: it's like... Well, a genre is more of a broader term, I think. Like, like you can have, like... Like, there was a good, like, goody goody boy westerns that are like I just want to I just want to see some good guys and good wholesome American men fight the bad guys and then you have like movies that it was like it wasn't like that it was like kind of dark and uh, it what didn't have happy endings but well, it's, 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 it's it's loose yeah. yeah that would be an interesting thing to analyze
1: mm yeah. Is Indiana Jones a Western? No. I, no? I would... I haven't
3: seen I feel it. I like one could argue that. I yeah. feel like one could buy I could be sold it's, on
1: that. He wears a
2: fedora, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even take place in the West. Uh,
0: Further, <laughs> I would true. actually see a film if all cowboys in the movie were just wearing fedoras. Like, it takes place in the 1800s but like, I mean, everybody's wearing fedoras. It's
1: never... It's no more, like, doofy than a cowboy hat. But. Yeah. So... I don't know. It looks fine with me. I don't know. I like fedoras, though. I really do. Um, not on everything, but like on the right outfit. They go well really on plate pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I okay. I respect that reference. Is that from
1: Phineas and Ferb.
2: Yes. Oh,
0: okay. And like every animal. Oh yeah. Every Bedora's, every animal
2: every, and plant.
0: Every animal and plant, even pandas especially, and uh, turtles, oranges, orange turtles.
1: Not oranges, or evil fruit. doctors.
0: Oh yeah. He he gets a. <laughs> He gets a fedora at some point.
1: Yes. Somehow we've gone to 51. <laughs> I don't. I really don't understand how this episode's been so long. But there were a few more things I wanted to talk about, actually. So, Toy Story 4. They showed the first 17 minutes of it at yep. CinemaCon or WonderCon. One Cinemacon. of those. CinemaCon. CinemaCon and WonderCon. Just um, opened. I've only seen one review. It's from Scott Mance, a reviewer I kind of trust, uh, who I met, and he said it was amazing. Toy Story 4? Yeah, the first 17 minutes, he said, were amazing, and he cannot wait to see the rest of it. So, um, gets me a little bit more excited. Uh, so, I mean, you're hearing, and I mean, there were other positive reviews, so you're hearing the first 17 minutes of this film are good. Does this make you more excited? I mean, we were all going to see Toy Story Mm -hmm. 4 anyway, but...
0: Well, one of my friends works on, is working on Toy Story 4, and, uh... Everything I've seen from like, not, I haven't seen actual, besides the trailer, I haven't seen actual footage, but I've seen like the, all the art and all I can say so far without story-wise is that the animation in this film is really good to the point where it's kind of scary. Like there's a shot in the trailer where it's like the, it's a park. It's like an amusement park, but if you just show that shot like to anybody, it looks like a. Re- it doesn't look like it's actually animated. It looks like real life, mm. and I think there's a. Uh, if you whoever like, if you go to Pixar right now, like the actual animation studio, they have uh, caricatures of all the characters in Toy Story Four, and one of them is Bo Peep, but like her caricature looks so realistic that it doesn't even look like a model made on the computer. It just looks like an actual toy that's like made. Or like an yeah. actual glass thing and
1: And animation's been getting better. Like I remember there were even yeah. sequences in How to Train Your Dragon Three where they were in the water and I was like, That just looks that, like that pro, it it looks the, the opening
2: shot of the Frozen Two trailer. Oh looks yeah. Looks real. So
1: <laughs> like, I mean it's it's getting to the point where it's like it's barely even animation anymore. It's just, you know like, that you, the characters you, I've you, never you. seen an animated character that looked re- like real to me. Yeah. But like the backgrounds are getting to the point where Oh it's, it's kinda of so, yeah it looks with twist.
3: Wait, I mean, like, aquatic life. But yeah. Sea
1: turtles mm-hmm. are looking pretty real. Yeah. 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 Like, I will say, the jungle book, none of those animals looked real to me. Like, I know a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, like, Blue. they just look like animals talking. I was like, no, they, they look I like mean, someone doing that. I,
2: th- I think you have to, Is I think it's a part of coming like, to talk and yeah. emote mm. that becomes difficult, mm-hmm.
1: but I will agree forever. with you. Baloo looked the best, but Magira um, yeah. was that the Panthers' name? Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't know.
0: Uh, <laughs> kind of unrelated, but I'm kind of glad that Andy doesn't look like a crackhead in this movie because, like, if you look at the first two, no, he looks he looks weird. But in yes. the third one, <laughs> in he the looks
2: third great. one, there's a model. They're still yeah. already have a character model for yeah. Andy in Toy Story Three. They have two different models. Yeah, one as a kid and, and, and like teenager. a little like like around ten years old ish. Yeah, whatever whatever he looked like that they had a model yeah and they they give him plastic surgery they toned yeah, they, they toned him like incredibles 2
0: like in this one he looks he doesn't even look anything like the other films he looks like
2: he even looks like he has makeup on
0: yeah his jaw is different like well i'm not even sure if that's the same kid in this movie but like at the same time they show a shot of andy giving bonnie the toys in the trailer and that one also doesn't look like toy story three andy but it's kind of bizarre, and it's... Yeah. The models were already good in Toy Story 3. Can't they just, like, touch it up without, like, messing with the actual, like...
2: Clearly not. Ugh. Where are, Oh, yeah, go ahead. But I was going to say Toy Story, Toy Story 4, right?
0: Yeah. Ouch.
2: I'm glad that... I'm very happy with the reactions to it. Oh, because yeah? Because I remember before Incredibles 2 came out, I think... I remember hearing some people that had seen parts of the movie before the movie released. Yeah. That they were a little worried about. Mm-hmm. Right? Like they were like, ooh, I don't know if this, you know, this is gonna be this is gonna work. Yeah. Which I mean, the box office said people liked it. I still think it's a good um, film. I think I, it's I th- become I think, underrated. I think it's a good movie, just not great. Oh, okay. One
1: of my contra- and I think next week we're gonna do a controversial opinions episode, but I think one of mine is I think Incredibles two is actually better than Incredibles. I've mm. I rewatched Incredibles recently, and I actually think Incredibles two is a better movie.
2: We role. can argue that yeah. later, but like yeah. again, like I think from what I from hearing between those two movies at yeah. this same stage, this gives me so much hope for Toy Story, mm-hmm. just because like I I was worried that they could tarnish the franchise a little bit. Yeah, and if they keep saying like, oh no, this is like this is exactly what you would want in a Toy Story movie, I'm like
1: the only well, thing that concerns means- me is <laughs> it was the first 17 minutes, which I mean.
2: You don't want to show them Uh, the end. Well, I mean,
1: like, if we just saw, like, scenes or whatever, that might be good. But, I mean, the first 17 minutes, you can make those. The first, like, if you would just, at a screening show, the first 10 minutes of Up, people would come out of there and say, they are about to make the greatest movie of all time. Or if
0: they just showed the clip with Buzz Lightyear and Key and Peele's character, uh, Ducky and Bunny, and they just showed that clip at CinemaCon. I guarantee like people would get key appeal vibes from that and also just like attract a whole another audience even though everybody's yeah. already on.
2: Film. I was, I'm excited.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, um, excited. we're we're about to get kicked out of here soon. Um, no, I know, oh, no, but no, no, like no. yeah, we're nearing our time. So we'll talk about the two films coming out uh, next no this week. So today uh, it's the first one Shazam I haven't probably, or, I haven't and will probably never see it. Oh, um, man. Uh, it's just, it's just not for me.
0: Yeah. You so,
1: lo- oh, it's I mean, so, so good. Yeah, so Rodrigo good. and Rashi have both seen it. I and, got passed yeah. to
0: it on Tuesday, but I couldn't go because I pointed myself, and I was like, you haven't gotten any Guys, done. the
2: tracking for this movie is slow. Please go watch it. <laughs> <I'm>, please. Bio, <laughs> yeah, please go watch it. Good. It is yeah. so funny. Mm-hmm. It has so much heart. It wasn't amazing. Um, yeah, thank you. Oh, it I, is I, the, one of these... I think you could make an argument that this is, this is best film since the Dark Knight Trilogy. Not saying it's as good as the Dark Knight Trilogy because that's yeah, the high Wonder bar.
1: Woman. Well, yeah, I did like Wonder Woman quite a bit. But yeah. this
2: didn't have a third act problem. Wonder Woman fell off in the third act. This good. movie stayed consistently good throughout the, throughout well, because the whole runtime.
3: time. It was time. more
2: like a comedy than anything. Yeah. I mean... They managed to, like, keep the comedy, like, up, like, very well. Mm. I, like, I, I really, 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 really like this movie.
1: Um, it's, the tracking's around forty five fifty, which isn't great. Shameful. I, I don't know what the...
3: Maybe it wasn't, like, hilarious, but I, I don't think the
1: budget on this one is probably as big as the other movie, so I think it'll end up turning a profit. I think it'll have a good hold as well, so we'll see. I just... The trailer didn't do it for me. I don't so think it's gonna because gonna...
2: the endgame is gonna come out and be like, you're right. Who else? It was better than I
3: thought it would be.
0: Yeah, like mm. it. Everybody. I, I saw the
3: trailer too.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm only seeing this for Zachary Levi because he's like such a whole, wholesome, wholesome-hearted person, and and Jack Degrazer, Jack. Jack Dylan Grazer. Jack Dylan Grazer. Yeah, he's pretty funny. So.
1: And then, um, and then secondly, Pet Cemetery. It's the Stephen King. <laughs> Film. It came out at South by Southwest, but we were gone by that time. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'll I'll take a pass. I don't. Um, I, don't, I, don't I don't
2: scary movies. So Rotten Tomatoes nope. around
1: seventy six percent right now. It I mean I I've hear I've it. hear it's mm-hmm. good, but nope. I'm not.
0: <laughs> I check it out because like I don't know. Everybody's saying it's it's fine, but uh, I think I might check out Shazam just to see what it's like. I mean, yeah.
2: Dude, I th- I think I think I think you're gonna really like it. Mm-hmm. You I don't know. So I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I. I don't. I don't know. I don't think you'll
1: like. I think I'm just gonna skip the movies until Endgame, and then I'll skip the movies (laughs) until um, Olivia Cooker and Taylor Joy comes out with another one. So, like, I mean, I've already kind of said this. I don't think I'm excited for really anything else. Well, Toy Story and Lion King a little bit, but both of those have kind of waned for me, and the. I don't know as it we'll draws see. nearer, but uh, yeah, that's it. I think yeah. so. Do you have any closing
0: thoughts, Chase? Closing thoughts? Yeah. Anything we missed? <laughs> uh, closing thoughts. No, not on. <laughs> no. Rodrigo,
2: please go chase your Sam. You're not gonna regret it. Mm. And uh, come to Spider Man next week.
1: That's true. Oh yeah, I got a short. This will be the first time I'm ever going to talk about something Meteor Theater related on the Meteor Theater podcast. But um, yeah, Spider-Man's April 11th, doors open at 6. We have a cool presentation with the Career Center at 6.15. And then we're showing two special shorts at 7. And then the movie starts. And then we have a very special uh, speaker after, Philip Philip Hall. Hall. Um, So there's a lot of great things happening at Spider-Man April 11th. And then we have our Cosmic Film Festival after that. So, Thursday. Yeah. Um, so that's happening next week. Uh anything from the back, Rashi, Mitra? Wait, say something to the audience. <laughs> say or... something, Mitra. Yeah.
0: Say hello. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe I
2: didn't even get picked up, but whatever. It might not.
1: <laughs> it's just like a little <laughs> in the back. Like uh-uh. this,
0: like what if it's like one of those, like you can hear it, but like you hear it on the far left side. So it's like you're actually in the room. Oh, yeah. Do you
3: have to actually split the audio.
1: Yeah, we don't, oh, we yeah. have, I think we're mono. Yeah, the uh, little behind the scenes. We use one microphone, <laughs> which is probably why I sound a lot louder than everyone else on most podcast <laughs> yeah. episodes, because it's facing me. Because uh, <laughs> I'm egotistical. Someone has a bit of an ego. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. uh, okay, uh, you know, watch Anna Taylor-Joy and Olivia Cook movies. Olivia Cook is coming out with a new movie called Little Fish that she's filming right now. It's a space thing about memory loss or something like that. But you should watch it. Anna Taylor-Joy has eight more movies coming out this year. So you should watch all of them.
3: Literally eight?
1: She has nine movies coming out this year. Jesus Christ. Nine different projects. A few of them are TV shows. And she models all the time. It's a lot to keep up with. Um, (laughs) Honestly. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Till next week. Wait, will there? Yeah, there will be next week. Yes, next next week. week. Uh,
0: Before you leave, eat your vegetables. It's good for your protein. I mean, it's good for your heart. That's all I got. We should leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Finish your vegetables. It's good for your your protein. We know (laughs) it's good for your protein, but.
1: Okay. Bye. (laughs)